Babakama daf mim gimel. The last thing we're discussing was we have a brayta that says in regards to shor muad. It says vehemit isho isha. Rabbi Akiva says the hidush of that pasuk is that if an ox kills a woman, the money goes to her inheritors, not the not the husband. And the reason is because it's a kofir. Kofir is only given after death, and any money that comes in after death is not the husband's. And that's only with kofir, but other damages. Rabbi Akiva holds it goes to the husband. And we brought a braita that sounds like it goes to her children, not the husband. We said that braita is talking about divorcee. And with that, we're going to start Mem Gimel Amud Aleph, second line in, where it says, Amre, the Gemara has a question. The Braita said that if someone hurt a pregnant woman, the, the money for the children goes to the husband. And then we ended up saying that that Braita is talking about a case where she's divorced. So if we're talking about a woman who's divorced, then the money of the children should also be split. At least uh, she should get half, and he should get half for the children. So the Gemara explains, Amar Papa, HaTorah Zikta Demev Ladot Laba'al Afilu Ba'alea Biznut. Rav Papa says, even if a person was with a woman in Znut, he still gets the, the money of the children. Ma'itama, what's the reason? Amar Kera Ka'asher Yashit Alav Ba'al Ha'isha. Because the Pasuk says that when someone hurts a woman, that he, that person has to pay whatever the Baal, the, the husband of the woman, places on him. You see the Torah specifically said whatever the husband, the person who's with her. And that's why he's the boss when it comes to the money for the children. Now, by the way, there's a Tosafot in the name of the Yerushalmi that he gets the money. That's only when they were together in Znut. But if there was an Isur Arayot, then he doesn't get the money. It's only someone who is befitting to be considered a Baal, but there's someone who's not considered uh, to be ever be a Baal, then, then he would not get the money. So now the Gemara asks, why do we have to say that Abraita is talking about a, a, a divorced woman, and that's why the husband doesn't inherit her? Venukma, what do we say? According to the Rabbah, according to Rabbah, Kigon Shigavu Maot, that uh, we're talking about a situation where uh, they, they gave her money. Or they gave her a piece of land. According to both of them, that's considered money that is coming in. It's ma- not money that's coming there. And therefore, the husband can't inherit her. The Amar Rabbah, Rabbah said, uh, in regards to uh, Bechor getting a double uh, portion of, of the inheritance, if the Yetomim Gavu Karka, if they got a piece of land, According to Rabbah, the Bechor Yeshlo, he gets double Gabu Ma'ot, but if they got money in law, uh, then he doesn't get double portion because that's considered money that was coming in. The Rab Nahman Amar Gabu Ma'ot Yeshlo Gabu Karka in law, and Rab Nahman holds the opposite. If they got money, he gets double portion because uh, their father is considered Muhazak. That means it's like as if the money is already there in his bank account. However, if they, uh, if they got land, it's, it's considered as if he doesn't have a double. So the Gemara explains, This machloket between Rabban of Nahman regards to inheritance, that's only according to the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael, according to Rabbanan. Hachamim hold that the Bechor doesn't get a double portion uh, in assets that were enhanced after their father died. According to Hachamim, Rabban and Rabbi Haman have a mahluket. Rabbi says that the Bechor gets a double of cash, and Rabbi Haman says he gets double of land. However, 
over here, when we said this, but that's talking about a divorcee, that's Kerebi. That's according to Rebi, who argues in Hachamim. He holds that the Bechor gets a double, even in money and assets that were enhanced after the father died. And that's why we didn't mention Rabbah or Rav Nachman in regards to that Braita. Amar Rebi Shimon ben Lakish. If an ox killed a slave unintentionally, the owner of the ox has to pay 30 kesef and the, and the ox gets stoned. If the ox gets stoned, then the owner has to pay 30 shekalim. If the ox is not going to get stoned, the owner doesn't have to pay 30 shekalim. And Amar Rabbah, Rabbah said, if an ox killed a free man uh, unintentionally, does not have to pay the kofer. It says the, the ox gets stoned and the owner also gets killed, meaning he has to pay. If he has to pay the kofer. And the and the, the Gemara explains, Rabbi explains, If the ox is supposed to get stoned, then the owner has to pay kofir. If the ox is not getting stoned, meaning it was done unintentionally, then the owner does not have to pay kofir. And by the way, uh, for all those keeping tabs, um, the Rabbi over here did not hold a Kribili Aizir on Mem Aleph Amud Bet, who said that when it says that he doesn't have to pay half kofir. So Rabbi argues on that. Either way, Etive Abaye Abaye has a question on Rabbi. We learned if a person said, Hemit Shorit Peloni, my ox, he's a Shormuad, killed this person, or Shoroshil Peloni, or he killed uh, this person's ox. Harezim Shalim, Opiatsma, person pays. Based on his own admission. Now, when a person admits his ox does not get stoned, but my love, kofir, it sounds like he still has to pay kofir even though his uh, ox is not getting stoned. And the Gemara says, Lord, we're not talking about kofir, we're talking about regular damim, whatever damages he did. And Rashi explains the difference between uh, kofir and damim would be as follows. If, let's say, the person doesn't have money, uh, the, the the owner of this ox doesn't have money. He's poor. So if it was a kofir, you still got to pay it. It's your kapara. If it's regular damages, okay, the guy doesn't have money to pay. And the Rishonim Tosfot explains the difference would be is if we go by the mazik or the nizak, the person damaging, the person who's damaged, and then the Rishonim go into it with the differences. But the Gemara asks a question, Idamim, if it's just regular damages that the, that the owner has to pay, and Masefa, then look at the second part of the Braita, if a person had Hemit Shorit Ploni, my ox Shormuad killed this person's slave, and Omishalim al does not have to pay based on his own admission. And if we're talking about regular damages, Amaylo, why shouldn't he have to pay? So Amaylo, Rabbi, explained to Abaye, Yachina, Lishnoyela, Kenas. I could always tell you that the beginning of the, the, the Braita is talking about regular damages, and the Sefa is talking about a fine, which is the 30 that you have to pay for an Ivan. However, I'm not going to give you a, a very weak answer, an answer that you could just push away easily. Rather, I'm going to tell you, both part of the Braithot is talking about Damim. We're talking about regular damages. The difference is, 
And in regards to a bit of a free man, if uh, the ox killed a free man, you pay kofir based on your admission. What are we talking about? If witnesses uh, come and they say that uh, this ox killed someone, and just nobody knows it's a short time, short mu'ad. And the owner says, listen, it was a short mu'ad. He pays uh, the kofir based on his own admission. And she clarifies that, uh, this is only when there's actual witnesses, and he just clarified uh, short time, short mu'ad. But if there was no witnesses and it's everything is based on the owner's admission, then he would not have to pay kofir. Now, and therefore, when there's no idim, he pays regular damages. However, in regards to slave, he would not pay the fine based on his own admission. If witnesses came and they said, that this ox killed Vilayda Aitamavai Muadav and they don't know if it was a short time or Muad Amar Mare Muadhu and the owner said it was a Muad Lamishalim Kinas Al Piatsmo. He doesn't pay the thirty Salaim of an Ayvid based on his own admission. And therefore Lamishalim Damim. Whenever there's no Aidim in this case, meaning period, then he doesn't pay anything at all. He doesn't pay the damages. Now Mativ Rav Shumuel Baravitzhak. Rav Shmuel Baravitz Hak asks a question on Rabbah. We learned in the Braita, anything that a person would be obligated in regards to a free man, he would be Hayav in regards to an Ayavid, whether it's the Kofir, whether it's death. Now, Kofir, is there such thing as Kofir when it comes to slave? Erdalav, you have to say that the Brata is talking about in regards to Udamim paying regular damages. So whenever you would have to pay damages on a free man, if there's no witnesses, based on your own admission, the same thing by Ayavid, you have to pay damages. The problem is, according to the way Rabbi explained the Brata before, you only pay damages based on your own admission when it comes to a free man, but not with the slave. The slave would be totally patur. So the Gemara answers, Some said to him that we're not talking about where the owner admitted on, on his own that his uh, ox killed. Rather, this is says, In any case where a person would be obligated to pay in regards to a free man if there was intent and you'd have to pay kofir, you'd have to pay when in regards to an you'd have to pay the, 30, the fine of the 30 selaim. Meaning, there was witnesses and there was intent, and the ox is getting stoned. And any case where the ox kills a free man and was uh, unintentionally, and there was a idim and he has to pay money for it, you'd also have to pay for the damages of the slave if there was uh, no intent but there was idim. So now, Amale Rabah, Rabah with the Aleph tells Rabah with the He, Ihachi, if it's really true that even when you don't have to pay the Kofir or the fine, the Knas, you still have to pay for the damages, then that if someone's fire uh, unintentionally uh, kills someone and there was witnesses, that he should have to pay damages for killing someone. 
So the Gemara says, Umenal le in the Rabbah de Lomishalem. So the Gemara takes a step back and asks, according to Rabbah with an Aleph, how do we know that the, if a fire went out of control and, 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 and unintentionally killed someone, how do we know that he doesn't have to pay for the for the person he killed? If you want to tell me it's from that uh, Mishnah that we learned, there was a, a goat that was tied up and uh, and he couldn't run away and there was a slave right next to that uh, pile whatever that he was burning when he saw him when he got burnt hayav he has to pay for the goat and for the pile that was burnt, but doesn't have to pay for the ayvid. However, ayvid kafut patur. But if there was a slave that was tied up to the to the pile wherever the fire started, and there was a goat next to it, patur. And Rabbi understood that patur means that he doesn't have to pay for the goat because he could have ran away, and he doesn't have to pay for the slave because killing a slave is there's no fine in it meaning if a person's ox kills a slave okay you have to pay for it but in the case of a fire you don't have to pay for it if you want to say that's Rabah's source that you don't have to pay we're talking about a situation where he lit the fire actually on the slave he lit the slave on fire and that's why he's patur because he has to deal now with a bigger punishment. He has to deal with the bigger punishment of death. And in that type of case, he wouldn't even have to pay for the pile that he burnt. Let's say you want to say that Rabba's source, from the following, there is a stringency in fire more than a hole. The fire, it eats, meaning it burns things that it usually, that, that usually eats things that doesn't eat, meaning... What even if it burnt uh, stones, you still have to pay for it. Mashein can be bore. On the other hand, when it comes to hole, there is a leniency that if utensils break in because they fell into the hole, you don't have to pay. Now that's the only difference. And maybe Rabbi wants to say, But on the other hand, it didn't mention that a fire, if it kills someone unintentionally, you still have to pay, but the whole you don't have to pay. It didn't mention that. And that should be Rabbi's proof that you don't have to pay if a fire killed someone. Maybe that bright tile left it off. Maybe it actually meant that with the fire you don't have to pay, but it just, didn't, it just left it off. Rather, Rabba with an Aleph wasn't sure what Rabba with the He meant. Meaning, in a case, fire unintentionally went, killed someone. Does he have to pay for it or not? Meaning, do we say, in regards to an ox, if it's intentionally, you have to pay kofir. Uh, if it's by mistake, you don't, you have to just pay damages. But with a fire, that if it happened intentionally, you don't have to pay kofir. If it happened unintentionally, you should also not have to pay at all. Or maybe, when it comes to an ox that, that killed unintentionally, there's no kofir still, you still have to pay damages. Fire also, even if you did it on purpose, you don't have to pay kofir because you have to deal with death. If it happened by mistake, if a person's fire unintentionally kills someone, he should have to pay damages. He wasn't sure of the deen, and that's why, Tiko, he wasn't sure, just uh, we left off with the question. 
And the Gemara says, Ki ata Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, he said in the name of Rabbi Yohanan, the Pasuk could have said Kofir. Kofir Yushat Alav. Matamud Lomar Im Kofir. Why is that extra Im if there's Kofir on him? The Rabot Kofir Shelo Bechavana, Ki Kofir Bechavana. It's coming to explain that you have to pay Kofir when your ox kills, whether it was intentional or not intentional. And Rav Dimi argues on Rabbaut Teheh. Rabbaut Teheh says if it was by mistake, uh, uh, then he, the, the short doesn't get killed, therefore the owner doesn't have to pay kofir. Rav Dimi argues, yes, you have to pay kofir. So Amar Le Abaye, Abaye tells Rav Dimi, Ela Me'ata, okay, according to you, Aved Nami, the Torah said Aved, Mata Mudomar Im Aved, why does it say Im Aved? You want to say that Rabbaut Aved, Shiloh Bechavana, Ki Aved Bechavana, that you have to pay the 30 of an Aved whether you did it on purpose or not? If you want to say that's correct, say that if an ox kills a slave unintentionally, he doesn't have to pay the 30 shekalim. So, explains that by Gavra, Gavra Karamit, what do you understand? Are you bringing one Amora against the other? You're right. You know, according to Rabbi Yohanan, he holds you have to pay even unintentionally, and Ashlakish holds you don't have to pay when it's unintentional. arguing. What's the problem? Rabin, when Rabin came from Israel to Babel, Amar Biyohanan, he said in the name of Biyohanan, Aved, the Pasuk really could have said Aved, Matamudomar Im Aved, why does it say Im Aved, Yigahashor, why does it say the extra Im? It's coming to say that if someone kills an Aved, whether it was intentional or not, you have to pay the 30, uh, the 30 Shekalim. So now the Gemara asks, Oresh Lakish Nami. Okay, let's uh, let's go according to Oresh Lakish, who said that if an ox killed a slave by mistake, he does not have to pay the 30 kesef because he's not Oresh the Im Aved. Let's say if he's not Oresh the Aved, Im Aved, extra Im over there, then maybe by Kofir also Kofir, Im Kofir, maybe he's not Oresh the, the Im by Kofir either. And he shouldn't have to pay Kofir when the ox uh, kills by mistake. My answer is, no, you can't compare one to the other. Because I can always tell you, I could always say, the Ayavid did Rasha, he was Doresh, the Kofir, he didn't. So the Gemara asks, what would be the difference? So the Gemara explains, the whole Ayavid Sugiya, that Pasuk wasn't talking in regards to payment, it was talking about uh, the goring that happened. However, kofir im kofir ketiv imkom tashlumim. The whole kofir pasuk was talking about uh, uh, paying, and over there the im is extra, meaning by by the whole ayvet sugya. I could always say, if this type of situation happens, so it makes it makes sense grammatically. But in regards to the im kofir. It doesn't make sense. You have to say it's extra, and it's coming to say, according to Shlakish, that even when there's no intent, you still have to pay. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Vechen Beben O Bebat, if an ox kills a little boy or a girl, you have to uh, you have to kill it. Tanur Abanan, it says, O Ben Igah O Bat Igah, or he, uh, or he gores a, a boy or a girl. The pasuk is coming to obligate this short whether it was a, a child or it was a gadol doesn't make a difference. So now the halo dinu. Now the, the, it's a If the pasuk said you, if a human kills another human, yeah, he, he has to get killed. It also said if an ox kills a human, he also gets killed. 
אף שחייב שור באדם לא תחלוק בו בין קטעים גדולים. So I understand why do you need a holy mood? I can always say with humans, if a human kills another human, it doesn't make a difference if it's an adult or a child, he is חייב מיתה. You could say the same thing when the פסוק was מחייב an ox that killed a person, it shouldn't make a difference if it's a קטן or a גדול. ועוד, קל וחומר, I could also say it's a קל וחומר. ומה אדם באדם שלא עשה בו קטנים כגדולים? When it comes to killing, we said that a child is, is not Hayav Mita if he killed someone, but an adult is Hayav. And still, Hayav Bo ala Ketanim Kigdolim, but still, if someone kills a human being, children and adults are the same. Shor be Adam Shasabo Ketanim Kigdolim, and no din she Hayav ala Ketanim Kigdolim. An ox or cow that kills, it doesn't make a difference if this uh, ox was an adult ox, whether it was a calf, it doesn't make a difference. The rules are the same. And no din, all the more so, all the more so that if it killed a child or an adult, it, it should be hayav sekila. It shouldn't, it shouldn't make a difference. But the Brayta says, no, you can't compare. There's no, you can't learn from a human being who killed because imamata adam be'adam in regards to human killing another human sheken hayav ba'ad varim you have also four things uh, damages, uh, lost wages, uh, medical expenses, embarrassment, all that type of stuff tomar be'shoshe no hayav ba'ad varim you can say with an ox you don't have the, those uh, four payments that you have to pay so maybe you can't compare one to the other tamud lomar that's why the pasuk can say oben yigah, obat yigah you need that those extra words, it's coming to say whether an ox killed an adult or a child, he'd be Hayav Sekila. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Ve Amen.